Hi, welcome to Curiosity. I'm Gary J, your host, and today I thought I'd ask the question, was the film The Entity based on a real story? The desire to know and learn something. You're listening to Gary J's Curiosity. In 1982, Hollywood released a film that was said to be based on a true story that would then go on to scare a whole generation. The film The Entity followed hard-working single mother Carla Moran who is violently raped in her home by an invisible force. Played by Barbara Hershey, Carla is then tormented through the film then carries on to be continually assaulted. At the end of the film, it states that the case is considered by psychic researchers to be one of the most extraordinary cases in the history of parapsychology. It is then claimed that the real Carla now lives in Texas, but the attacks have decreased in both frequency and intensity, but still continue. Now, I have to state at this point, as a young lad in the 1980s, the closest most kids got to seeing any porn was back in the case catalogue women's underwear selection. So, you can imagine the excitement that we all got after seeing Barbara Hershey completely nude and having sex, imaginary or not. Trust me, it was hard to contain our excitement. But apart from us nearly blowing our load... Why's me Willie gone out? ...and parents getting all upset about the whole story... Bloody disgusting, get it off. Was it actually true? Well, that depends on what you as a person classes as true. Now, there is a case that allegedly happened back in 1974 in Culver City in California. And this is what is said that the film The Entity is based on. Now, the person, Carla Moran, is a fictional character who is apparently based upon a lady called Doris Bither. Now, according to Doris's claims, she was being raped nightly by the ghosts of three men, or three spirits, or demons, or whatever you want to call them. Now, after that, everything else in the film is somewhat different to Doris's life. But just how different was it? Well, as I've already mentioned, in the film, the character is portrayed as a hard-working single mum with children that consist of boys and girls. But according to other sources, including Wikipedia, Doris and her life was somewhat different. You're listening to the Curiosity Podcast. In real life, Doris had a history of physical and substance abuse, which also was said to have included a very traumatic childhood. But these claims also included that she was an alcoholic, had a very poor relationship with her four sons, and as well as that, her home was in a really severe state of disrepair and had even been condemned twice. So here you have a lady who has had a really shit life and most probably was under the influence of something a majority of the time and wouldn't know the difference between what is reality and what is an hallucination. But there is something that may or may not be true. Now it's claimed that the director dropped an entire scene that involved Doris being forced to have sensuous thoughts about her son which in turn makes you think that there could have been something mentioned at some point about the possibility of one or more of her sons having sex with their mother with or without her permission and while she was under the influence. I mean, this wouldn't be the first time that such a thing has happened in other families. Now, obviously, none of this can be proven, and you would hope that in the case of any rape, tests would be carried out. But then again, this was 1974, and things like DNA weren't really available back then. And with Doris being a drug user, the odds are that her pleas for help would have most probably gone largely unheard. 
But, in reference to the haunting, if this was a real paranormal event, then why has nothing of this magnitude been heard of again? Because surely, if there was such an entity that had the power to cross from one side to another, why is there not reports after reports from hysterical people claiming such things? Plus, no offence, I'm actually thinking that Doris wouldn't have been much of a looker with all her alcohol and substance abuse. So, if you were such a creature and you could pick anything and do anything, then wouldn't you get something a bit more eye catching. I mean, that's like Kaylee Cuco bedding me instead of Tom Hardy. Although, who could resist this little cuddly fat face in the capital D body? You're listening to Gary J's Curiosity. It's a well-known fact that Hollywood likes to exaggerate things just a little bit, and when it comes to stories that are claimed to be true. And those words that are often placed on the screen at the beginning say, based on a true story, should always be taken with a pinch of salt. Because half the time, they are very, 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 very loosely based on that true story. However, the whole story is a fascinating one and makes you wonder if such a thing could actually happen. Well, I did an internet search and I know that I said there was no reported cases of such magnitude, but there have been cases of women who've claimed that they're visited nightly by ghosts and they have sex. Now, this is often described as a, a beautiful experience, and then some claim to be in a relationship with these entities, so much so that some women have actually said that they've stopped having sex with men full stop. I'm pretty sure there's going to be someone out there thinking, who the bloody hell do these ghosts think they are coming round here taking all our women? What next, our bloody jobs? Regardless, I obviously can't say whether any of this is true because most of these stories all started off with somebody called Rosemary, which isn't her real name. But if this is the case and ghosts can perform such acts, why isn't, let's say, someone like Yvette Fielding getting banged over a table live on TV when she goes into a prison that's said to house violent prisoners, including rapists. I mean, surely such a place that's claimed to be haunted is such a prime location for such ghosts with these sort of powers to exist. You'd think this would be happening, wouldn't you? Anyway, moving forward. Now, one strange case that I did find was in Bolivia in 2009, and it said that a whole colony of men, women and children were being raped while they were asleep and would often wake up covered in marks like they were being forcefully held down, bruising in between the legs, semen all over the sheets, blood covering their bodies. But most people couldn't remember anything from the night before and it was so extreme, more than one woman said she'd wake up with grass in her hair and would have a memory of dark figures holding her down and then she would pass out again. Now, the mere mention of semen, to me, made me think, right, well, there's somebody else involved here. But, no, let's carry on. This was said to be the work of ghosts and demons, and people were genuinely scared. People approached the churches for help, and in turn were ignored, and religious figures in the town were said to have described it as a wild female imagination, and then said it was a plague from God. You're listening to the Curiosity Podcast. Well, personally, I think I'd have stopped going to church at that point because blaming such a bad thing on God, who's supposed to be the good guy, by the way, is obviously their way of saying, Ha ha! Hey, my child! You are a complete fruit loop, and I'm gonna baffle you with religion! Ha <laughs> ha Because you are an uneducated child! You are uneducated full stop! And by the way, 
Don't forget your donation on Sunday. Ha <laughs> ha! Hey! Anyway, it wasn't until two men were caught trying to enter a house did the whole true story emerge and a total of nine men were arrested. But how were they doing this? Well, it's said that they were using a chemical that vets use to knock out animals and spraying it into people's houses, which in turn would leave the whole family defenceless and totally knocked out. It's then said that they would enter the room and in many cases would gang rape the person in bed. Do something that scares you. So, with all that in mind, I would think that most cases are either people's imaginations or hallucinations while suffering from a mental illness, or simply while using illicit substances. But in other cases, they actually could be crimes, like the one in Bolivia. But at the same time, I'm no expert. And like I always say, there are things in this world and in this universe that we don't really understand. So, that doesn't mean that I'm right and that they are wrong. Sadly though, Doris died in 1995 of a pulmonary arrest, which is caused by sleep apnea, which in turn stops you breathing at night when you're asleep. But, this in turn has provided even more speculation that this was the demon's final sexual act. So what are your thoughts? Was the entity a real story based on Doris's events? And was she actually raped by an unseen force? Or was there something else going on? Leave me a message with your thoughts. Well, thanks for listening to the Curiosity Podcast. I'm Gary J. And remember, there's a new podcast every Thursday. Plus, if you like what you've heard, then please give it a thumbs up and subscribe. Plus, don't forget you can visit my website at curiosityuk.net. Listen on iTunes and SoundCloud. And remember, you can now watch my series, Curiosity, on Amazon Prime. Chat soon. And remember, do something that scares you. The desire to know and learn something. You're listening to Gary J's Curiosity. Curiosity.